0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Zoolagans, Zoolageens, and those who don't identify as such. Welcome back to my excellent adventure. Um, this week we have finally made it to an album that I've listened to before, actually. Um, this is one that I got the vinyl of while I was at Camp Zool. Um, Mike So, here's here's how things went down, right? We were in line to go in and I was just going to grab I think like three albums or something. I was like, hey, what what three should I get and you know, whatever. Uh, Mike rolls in and they were only letting people in like, you know, a couple at a time and walks out with those three albums. Like It was everything except uh, Necronomicon 1 and 2. And hands them to me and I'm like, you fucking son of a bitch. But anyway, I went in and I was like, well, I guess since I don't have to pay for these three, I will just grab the two Necronomicrons and they had the vinyl of the Almighty there. And so I picked it up just because, you know, I just got a fucking turntable before Camp Zool and I had speakers that were going to be arriving basically when I got back. Um, So I was going to get to listen to them. You know? Why not? And uh, so, yeah, I I have had a listen to these before. It wasn't like, you know, a super deep listen. It was just kind of, I had it on while I was washing dishes, cooking dinner, whatever. Um, And it was fun. But uh, yeah, before we get into all that, I guess, uh, you know, some some general stuff. So, I, I just realized before I started recording this that I have been initializing these episodes. So, like in my files. So, I have, you know, I have a folder for all of the Juggalo Judgment stuff and individual folders for each episode project and all that stuff. And then I have ones for, you know, named differently to to note that they're from like the Schmeeve Burger series or Schmeeve's Excellent Adventure. So, I have one for each episode of this and I have been titling the files for the episodes themselves in Reaper S A E underscore whatever episode, and you know uh, it, that's not that's not the initialization for Shmeev's Excellent Adventure. It'd be S A A, but uh, you know I didn't actually want to infringe on the the Colt Single Action Army, so that's why it's S A E. You know, in case you ever look at like the the actual file name on uh, you know, pod bean or whatever, if it shows you that I don't fucking you know. Uh that that's why it's that, you know. And it's not because I just completely unthinkingly put SAE because for some reason repeating the A didn't feel right, you know? That's that's the world I'm living in. Uh so yeah, there there is that. Uh other things that have just been happening. So like I've been it's the spooky season you know? And I have a book club. We we read books. We just finished the Shadow and Bone series, which is fantastic. If you enjoy some good fantasy, this is fantasy like set in an industrial uh, Russian kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, they have like rifles and like just the start of like repeating rifles and all that stuff, uh, but also some, some magic stuff and all that. And it's pretty fucking sweet um but we've we've just moved on and i've been reading a book on the side called mave fly uh and if you're into this horror shit and you want to read some pretty decently gruesome stuff uh and be in, in if you want to know what it's like to be inside the mind of a twisted serial killer this is a book for you, I think. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you get a kick out of it. It's just a chick who loves Halloween, loves her job at Disney as Elsa, and you know, has a little bit of a, a thing inside of her that sometimes wants out, and when it's out, it murders people. Um so yeah, that that one was fun. And now we moved on to uh as a for the book club we've moved on to reading camp damascus uh which is a book by chuck tingle an author you may know from books about guys getting fucked by dinosaurs and or fucking dinosaurs however that goes and also you know the series of books titled things such as pounded in the butt by my own butt uh Pounded in the butt by my book, pounded in the butt by my own butt, and then there's like a another layer of abstraction of that. And but this one is a horror novel, uh, and so far from what I've been reading, it's pretty fucking horrifying. Um, like, especially for people who grew up in like very religious households and the like, especially in like a community of that sort. Um it, it is about a a Christian girl who very clearly has some lesbian tendencies, uh, that she doesn't quite recognize for what they are. And uh yeah, it's it's been a ride so far, uh just with her interactions with her parents and the weird gaslighting that they do, and it's fucked up. Um, and I'm only two chapters in it's a short book, but you know, there's, there's like good 14 chapters, I think, in it. maybe, um, I'll, I'll update you later on how that goes. You know, I just wanted to talk about that real quick. Cause you know what, why not? I got some time. Um, but I think, I think that's enough, enough preamble. Uh, we're going to turn now to our, uh, our correspondent in the field to, to tell us, this week's FAGO update. I don't know who it is, because I don't know if someone is actually doing it right now. I don't know if I'm gonna get a file to to put here, or if I'm just gonna fill it in with my own little goofy thing. Uh but uh let me throw to you. Thanks, Shmeev. Shmeev here from about like an hour and a half in the future. Uh just, just here to tell you that Red Pop, still fantastic. I I remember back in the days, whenever uh i would go to a uh a friend's house they uh they ran a little game store out of their out of their own home in their basement and uh they used to have frozen pizzas and cans of red pop in the fridge and uh that was that was my first experience ever drinking red pop and since then you know it's just been a top tier drink for me uh you know drink your red pops everybody uh that's all. Back to you. Wow. Insightful. Thank you so much. Uh, so let's let's dive on into All Azulalu and their fourth album, The Almighty. To kick it off, this album... This album is like an hour and a half long? It's over an hour at least. And it has 20 fucking tracks on it. Which is just a lot and we are now four albums in and I've kind of like settled into that part where I like I know the group and I know what they do and sometimes it gets hard to think of things to actually talk about whenever I'm writing my notes and all that stuff and you know to come up with stuff so I'm hoping that I still have some some things on these tracks to to bring up and uh, that's not going to be just kind of glossing over. Well, let's let's dive on in. Track one, Almighty, it's just a little spoken word piece. Um, we have Bill Moseley, who I had to look up because I don't I don't know. Uh, he is, I mean, he, he's in all of the horror stuff, as it turns out, like that one movie and that other movie. I think, I think he was in like Friday the 13th is is one of the things that it said. It was a big one. Maybe Scream or something. He's been in a lot. Like I, I looked up his IMDB briefly like two weeks ago and it, just a stacked fucking um, thing there, you know? <laughs> stacked resume. That's what I was looking for uh but i didn't i didn't know him by name or anything like that and he's just doing like a a preacher thing here you know uh and he nails it like the the glee at the suffering of people deemed to be unworthy is so on point for like the vibe that they're going for like the kind of hate preacher vibe um goddamn uh fairly recently a YouTube channel, Dead Domain, uh, released a couple videos in which they, a trans woman, uh, infiltrated a, a, a hate church near them in Seattle, I think, or some somewhere in that. Maybe Portland. I can't remember. It's one of those two. It's, it's one of the two that I know uh, people from. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was kind of fucking horrifying to see. And, you know, these people who are supposed to be preaching love or whatever, who are just like absolutely gleeful at the idea of people they consider to be sinners dying or whatever. And it's fucked up. Um yeah, you know, if you feel like watching that, go go ahead. You know, I would recommend it to I would recommend giving it a pass if you are a uh, a queer person of of some variety. Uh you don't need you know already. Um, you know, for for the people who would refer to themselves as allies, you know, give it a look and uh, see see the kind of work that we have ahead of us. <laughs> but yeah, this one gives me that kind of vibe, and it it's, just, it's really good on it. Uh, that leads us right into track two, the parish. Um, right away in in the hooks we have the. Double meaning. They they use the term parish as in the, like the, the the county or so, like the the, the holy county that uh, a specific church is responsible for, and parish as in die. I like that. It's good. They they got good double meaning shit whenever they do this stuff, and, and it's pretty great. Uh, Pilio Bay uh, coming out with a. Line tried to kill myself with a duck hunt gun. I like that. That's good stuff. Um, there's 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 not much that I have for uh, you know for anyone else's stuff, but this is. I didn't mention it whenever I was just talking about the album overall, but this is the introduction of a third member of All Is We're finally gonna hear from Ilu, also known as Lee Carver. Lee Carver's coming in here and. I would say, uh on the on the scale of Joe Black to Billy O'Bey, he's more on the Billy O'Bey side. He's a he's a vibes kind of guy. Um and and he's still very good at it. Just just as Billy O'Bey is. Um he's definitely sporting a bit of a horrorcore voice. You know, he's got that, that, that grit to it, you know. The horrorcore voice, you know what I'm talking about. Um but yeah, we got us a nice nice track about just an evil little church county. I had to look up what a parish was because I I don't know. I, I've I've heard it before. I always just kind of assumed that it was just like, you know, your your churchgoers kind of referred to the the church as a whole. Um and it does, but it also is like kinda it kinda refers to like the reach of that church. It's like their gang territory, sort of. You know? I just knew Alan Parrish uh, from Jumanji. I think that was his name. But that's going to take us right into Stained Glass. You know, we get a lot of murder tracks, you know? There's there's so many murder raps around, especially on this show and in this series particularly. But I love whenever they kind of Elevate it with a little gimmick, you know Like this one being about You know stained glass, which is you know glass is colorful and all that stuff and but also talking about staining the glass with blood I love that, you know It's fucking cool Uh, The production on this rips The Production on most of this rips Um, There's just a cool fucking like synth line in there doing doing some shit. It's awesome. Um, Lee has some lines in here that kind of reminds me of... So, there are there are videos on YouTube. I've never actually watched one because if it turns out that it is what it purports to be, I don't really want to give views to that, you know? I don't want to encourage that shit. Um, I don't think it is though because I don't think you can put something like this on YouTube. <laughs> but um, he talks about... Uh, replacing his teeth with shards of glass, and it makes me think of uh, people. Uh, I've only seen like the thumbnails of them, but they have like the crocodile dentist game. You know the one where you have like the little crocodile and you push his teeth down, and if you hit the wrong one, his mouth shuts on you. Uh, there, there are people who have videos that may or may not be real of them playing that with like razor blades and shit, gl- like glued to the mouth of the fucking crocodile. <laughs> Uh, if anyone else feels like it, let me know. Are, are those real? Has somebody actually done that you know for, for real real on, on the YouTube? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, that, that was that, that reminded me of, of that. And we also have um, shit, there's a Billy Bay line. I just need to I think it's a Billy Bay line, isn't it? Isn't it shit. I don't remember. I've lost it. <sighs> Damn. That's fucked up. There's an arts and crafts line somewhere in here, and I don't know where it is. Oh, yeah, it's just. He has an extra verse. This ain't evil. This is arts and crafts. That's a good line. That's so fucking good. He- he has a lot of cool lines like that. And I'm gonna talk about them later. I'm gonna have a little, uh, a, a little, little project for for an enterprising young Zooligan again uh, that I'm gonna talk about. But yeah, that's that's stained Class. I think it's really cool. I like the angle on it. That's that's good stuff. Sorry, everybody has like two verses in this. Damn, that's a long ass song. But we're gonna move right on to axe is family so this is one i've heard this live it rules um this, this is this is a cool song this is very texas chainsaw inspired uh even the title of it axe is family i think it's like the Saws family or something i have i've seen texas chainsaw massacre one time it was relatively recently actually um i might watch it again sometime i don't know I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre the beginning forever ago like in theaters and it uh it was all right you know uh but yeah this one is you know it's it's on the cannibal shit there uh Lee has has his line where he says where they rest at ain't found on Google Maps good line good line I like that we have just really good focus on the core of the song throughout all of these verses and some excellent flows in here and just a really good hook to tie it all together, you know, especially again, like I said, I saw this live, anybody can get it like with the first fucking hook when to say the Axe's family. It feels good when you're in a crowd and you're with everyone on that, you know? It's nice. Um, this is also the song I think I mentioned before uh, where Sold My Soul, I I speculated, should be like a a set staple uh, up until the point that this one happens to, to knock it from its uh, pedestal because I think this one is absolutely one that should uh, remain in a set. Uh, it's just really good. All, all, all around, this one is, is just fantastic. There's, there's a lot of just good, like I said, good focus. They, they know what they're rapping about. They stick to it. And everything just comes together in one big, beautiful ball of flesh that they're munching on. You know? Moving on. Belial. Belial. Now, this one... Okay. So, I just have a lot to say about the title of this. Um, First, that a lot of people pronounce it in different ways or whatever. I don't know. I'm not... I don't have the Hebrew, you know? That ain't me. Um, But yeah, this is uh, another in the long list of Hebrew words uh, turned into a character by Christian fan fiction. Like, it's, it's just weird. Like, it literally just means, like... Without worth something along those lines, uh and people in it like in the original Hebrew are referred to as sons of Belial, which is like a turn of phrase used in a lot of different uh places, like sons of insert concept here to indicate that they are you know people who are mired in this this idea, you know, so like sons of Belial, they just mean. People who suck, <laughs> who are just, yeah, they're just bad people, is, is the idea. Uh, and then, you know, it's just kind of turned into like, oh, it's the actual devil or, uh, you know, another demon or something or whatever. Uh, it appears in The Woven Path, which is a pretty cool book. Uh, as it, it's like released from its, its little, little prison or whatever and takes the form of the squander bug because it sees it on a poster. It's in World War II. Uh, the squander bug being like uh, a U.S. I think U.S. propaganda thing. Maybe it was because uh, they were in Britain, I think, in that I don't remember where the where the woven path takes place. I think it's actually in a in like a British place or maybe it's actually a German town or whatever, but uh yeah, the squander bug was used by the Allies as a symbol of like you know just waste and stuff not contributing to the economy uh adequately and it was like a big bug covered in swastikas with a goofy Hitler face, you know. And if you were if you were being wasteful, you were feeding the squander bug, and so that's what Belial takes the form of in that book, <laughs> because for him it's it works in that time as a very terrifying visage. That's all beyond the point of this song. <laughs> uh, insane poetry is on this track. This first verse fucking rules. Uh, there's there's just a lot of good shit in there. Um I like it a lot. I like the idea of Joey's verse in this uh, with the references to like bands that are kind of known for having hidden messages or evil music or whatever. Uh, The execution is just kind of iffy, you know, like his last line, run with the devil, no David Lee Roth. That's good as a a tie-in to the the hook of this with the run with the devil and all that stuff. I like that. Uh, It's just... I don't know, the 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 whole of it didn't quite come together for me. Uh, Billy Obey, though. Billy Obey fucking kills it on this track. I, I love it. I don't have, like, particular lines to call out. It's just, as a whole, everything comes together in his to just create just a really good verse good feeling like just you know flows and shit it's so good like you know his first line let's 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 just have a look at that undeniably vile i'm suicidal with a loaded gun hard to get right with god when you know there's none god damn dude like it's amazing how many ways he has to to say a line similar to that (laughs) like he expresses these ideas in so many so many unique ways, and that's cool. And you know, they just hit hard. Uh moving on from that. Camp Zool. I was there. That's all. It's it's a it's a little Camp Zool commercial. It's fun. It's goofy. It's there. You know. It's a skip thing. Doesn't matter. It's okay. Then down for life. Alright, so so here we are. <laughs> we We have uh, we we have the the, the ever present we are underground song <laughs> This is also kind of about you know killing people and stuff you know they they do all of that uh but here is where um Billy has his what I'm just considering a trademark Billy obey line. He says, I don't write raps, I write eulogies. And I, I, this is where the project that I want to, to put out there comes in. If, if some enterprising young Zooligan wants to go out and collect all of Billy's this ain't X, this is Y lines, <laughs> you know, all of the ones like that, because I feel like he's done them before. I, I feel like this is not the first album I've heard them on, but I don't remember uh that that would be cool, I like them that, they're they're a lot of fun, and yeah, you know, is a butcher like abdullah like abdullah the butcher what a fucking that they're all they're all dorks, man, they're all fucking dorks uh classic Joey black storytelling on this track, you know talking about fucking just. <laughs> murdering people and keeping them keep them in his basement. I like his little little Brady Bunch to Gacy Bunch line. That's fun. It's <laughs> it's a time, you know? And yeah, he, he brings people underground, in this case, to his basement. And murders them and or tortures them. He probably does both, to be honest. Let's be real here. Um Unfortunately, Lee Carver. It's just like, you know, it was so much easier to take notes with just two people on the on the track. I could compare and contrast them and all that stuff. And now there's a third one who's just throwing off my fucking groove. I don't know how to handle a three-person group to be honest. But uh Lee Carver, he he's never off, really. He's good. But he just kind of, kind of falls to the wayside in my mind with his stuff, you know. He's, I don't know. I just don't have much to say here. He's good. He's very good. He just doesn't. He doesn't particularly grab my attention. I think he serves the tracks very well, and that's good. But I just don't think that he has. He's not standing out to me at this time. I'm hoping I'm hoping to find some stuff. We'll get we'll get get there. I think. Uh, so we're gonna move on to dead. It feels weird to me how little the repetition in this song bothers me. <laughs> um, at, at some point, like the the way that they just keep saying dead and you know like kind of echoing it and all that stuff, it just becomes more part of the beat than anything else. So it it works. Um. Yeah, you know, it just kind of, kind of, kind of fades into the background of the track, which is good. You know, that's that's that is some excellent, just use of. Uh, it's a good technique, is what I'm looking for. <laughs> Lee, Lee's a sad boy. Now that he's dead, you know, this is kind of like a. um Uh, I can't remember what track it was. It was a twisted track about it that Violent J then referenced in what? The Raven's Mirror, I think. Is that the track? Is it the Raven's Mirror? Shit. I don't remember. It's been so long, y'all. But, uh, you know, he's talking about being dead and just feeling real fucking sad about it, you know, because life is pretty cool sometimes. Maybe. I mean, they don't say that very often, but deep down deep down i feel like they they recognize life is really cool sometimes um joey a sad boy in life and he's got some sick fucking lines in this like uh, nothing to to pull out directly because it's just his whole fucking verse to be real um and he's just like like he He's clearly gone through some shit. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it even more as we go on. Anytime that they do songs like this, it, it really comes out that like Joey B has been through some times. And I really hope, really hope that that he's he's doing doing good nowadays, you know, feeling feeling better, get getting the help, and you know, has has a good good support system behind him. Cause he, whenever whenever he gets into that stuff, it's it's pretty fucking real. Um, and Billy, he just got some some good contrast in this because whereas uh, Lee and and Joey are kind of chopping it up a little bit, you know, Billy is taking it slow. He's more of like an interlude kind of thing, singing a lot of his lines and and keeping it loose. Um, which is just a really cool way to do things. Like, that's, that's just a, that's just good song craft. Uh, that's right. Fucking Joey ends his verse. Nirvana waits in the grave under dirt and rocks, so bury my body in a heart-shaped box. That's, man, the, the, the double meanings that this guy works with are so fucking good. Like, I've, I've said this so many times. He's just a good fucking writer. The guy's sick. And you know, a little a little sick too. But uh like I said, I hope he's hope he's getting getting the help he needs. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Decomposing. This track, I love. This is another one where the production is just fucking sick. There is bass in this that is just always there it cuts for like a second in a hook I think in the hooks I think but for the rest of it it is just this constant just sound and it like it has like a my a little bit of pulsing to it so it's not like a you know it's not like a hard sound so it's just kind of like I can't even make it right now because I'm talking too low and my throat is getting fucked up but uh I love it I love the sound of it. I love the way it feels that it's just cool. Um the beats are just so fucking good. Every uh verse in this starting with kill yourself to this music, I think that's pretty cool. Um, Billy Obey <laughs> is kind of channeling like an alternate dimension bizarre who doesn't suck. Um you know, he's he's kind of doing like a, a a gross thing, but at the same time, it, it just kind of works for him in a way that Bizarre never has. Um, I haven't heard much Bizarre, honestly, but, you know, my my exposure thus far has been not good. So, whatever. <laughs> uh, Lee and Joey, they just love some rotting bodies, you know? They, they love watching the process, you know? Joey talks about fucking... <laughs> watching a time-lapse of a body, uh, decomposing, <laughs> you know, he he just loves to see it happen. And that's cool. Good for them. I'm glad follow your bliss as they say, uh, moving on to believe, uh, this one's, it's just a little Billy Obey solo interlude thing. We got some backwards talking, uh, that that shouts you out if you bothered to listen to it backwards thanks I didn't listen to it backwards I looked on genius uh yeah he's he's an evil boy and uh it's kind of because God remains silent you know that's it's tough you know that's 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 just the the, the rough shit to live with but uh yeah not much to say about that one it's 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 there. Uh next track, Blasphemous. I have this shirt. Uh I got it at Camp Sewell. It is uh it was the all-white on white one, uh where it has like the the printed text in white that says uh, baptized by the blasphemous. It has like the AXE on it and all that stuff. Um and the idea was to get it all bloodied up to reveal what the shirt says. Um, I actually didn't run it through the wash for a very long time, uh, but whenever I did it still washed out anyway And now it is just kind of like a very faded pink and you can't really see it anymore, but uh, I'll get it fucked up again later <laughs> We'll work it out, you know, it's a cool shirt though uh, this one has uh, flat liners on the track which I feel like we've heard before I don't remember, though. I think they were on, they were guests on something. Maybe they were on Independence Day. I don't fucking remember. Um, It did remind me, though, that I need to watch the movie Flatliners. Uh, I've never seen it. It was released the day I was born. Uh, That's the only reason I know about it, actually, is, is because, like, there's, you know, there are, like, those fucking trends that go around, like, see what was... It, it was like a short-lived thing but there were all kinds of like what you know this thing that happened on the day you were born or whatever what song was number one on the day you were born et cetera, et cetera. um but yeah that uh, i'll watch that at some point they they say the thing that their name means in this song they they say god's view will rise cool uh joey Good old Joey B, right in the beginning of his verse, standing up for reproductive rights. You know? Maybe it wasn't the beginning of his verse. I just know at some point he mentions that his mother couldn't Yeah, mama Mama wanted an abortion but couldn't afford one. It is right at the beginning of his verse. I was right. Let's go. Um you know, straight up, man, that's that's that rough shit. You know? Imagine what Imagine what could have happened. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, Uh, Red Rum, honestly, a little toxic, dude. You know, just getting on the case of other rappers and stuff because they're not not manly or whatever, you know. Come on, guy. Saying they're cheapening hip-hop. Like, dude, hip-hop. Hip-hop arose from some good times. It definitely... It was used also. It was was definitely used as a voice for people, for downtrodden and all that stuff. But it also came up out of like some some party scenes and stuff. It has has its roots in all kinds of stuff, dude. Can't just be can't just be coming at people like that. Although I've seen Meek Mill live. He had a good drummer. That was all. Uh, <laughs> Lee Carver. Goddamn Lee Carver coming out with every man-made god that man-made was makeshift. That's... God, that, that's that's another one of those lines. It's just super fucking well-written. That could have been a Joe Black line, honestly. But, uh... No. From the mouths of of, of Lee Carver's. You know... Yeah, good song. I, I like the hook on it. It's, it's uh, the, the whole track is, is just really good. I think, um, I think the first verse from, uh, a Grave Digger was good. And like I said, Red Rum, it's fine. It's okay. Um, but yeah, blasphemous. Up next, Skin. So, again, we have another one of those hooks where they, uh, You know they they repeat the thing but with like a little change to to change the thing of it they have one line they say shed my skin and the other they say shed your skin good stuff you know because it's about wearing people's skin and stuff uh i love a little bit of pig latin in there good job lee carver you know uh i feel like you know people don't do pig latin as much anymore i don't know Lee Carver's still on it, cool. But uh, Pig Latin? I don't know, I don't I don't hear it as much these days. I don't think I ever heard it much, but maybe a little bit more back whenever I was a kid. I actually had a little book. Uh, I think I've talked about this before, of kids shenanigans was the name of the book, actually kids shenanigans. And uh, one of the things it had was like secret codes and stuff. And they talked about Pig Latin but then they also had one called oppish, where I think it's like after what is it so after each consonant sound in a word, you add op and it's it's fucking weird uh, it it sounds completely incomprehensible to me honestly, but uh it was interesting and, I don't, things remind me of things, but uh, yeah, you know. Lee Lee doing a little suitin up he he wearing some skins and all that stuff uh Joey opens up hard as fuck insides are a gift, and your skin is the wrapping that's good shit uh i I was thinking about this while i was uh looking up i I, I did a quick look up on like mythological. Well, mostly like like horror things, but also I ended up like sliding into mythological beings on this that wear other people's skin. Not many, as it turns out. A lot of things that show up in the guise of someone else is, uh, I mean, like obviously you know you get your your leather faces and stuff. But I'm thinking of like a uh, like ghouls can apparently like it's a djinn of some sort that that likes to feed on people and stuff. I didn't realize that ghouls were considered djinn. I was, a, I was knew them as kind of just like a, uh, like a thrall of a vampire, usually something like that. But apparently they can they can uh, disguise themselves, except for their feet. Fun fact. But anyway, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I would really like a song that's about different mythological creatures that have like skin disguises, like selkies. Um, Selkies, if you don't know, are seals, but they can shed their seal skin to become beautiful maidens. Um, I think they're like... What is it? They are... Because I, I believe Selkies in general are just like... You know, they're kind of like mermaids and stuff and, you know, will drag people to the depths and all that stuff, but can also be fascinated by something... I know if... That's right one of the things on Selkie's is if you actually like hide their skin, they can't leave like they are just kind of bound to you, but if they find it, they will leave <laughs> um last this is cool stuff, you know, I would just love a track where three different people are each taking a verse from the point of view of like a different being that wears skin. <laughs> you know i don't know that's what i thought about with this track i think it was cool but it wasn't one that really um i don't know it didn't didn't hit me with a with like a a strong concept in in the way that some other ones did Let me get a little water here ah. coming soon it's just a little uh you know Little intro track to to the next one gives you a an introduction to forever face uh i i was thinking like my initial thoughts were like that's a bold intro cuz it kind of gives me vibes of the uh uh what the hell was that like the warning before uh is that i like it rough is that the one that has the stupid warning before it i think it is uh, but this one is less like that, and it's more kind of like a, um, like a movie trailer thing, you know. It's it's kind of campy in a way, like oh you're gonna be so spooked. Uh, so it, you know it works, and that leads us right into Forever Face. Now this one this this is like a, a a big track for them too, as I understand it. Like it's uh it's the name of their masks, you know, and. That's cool. Uh, Joey Black is always on his shit. He follows up a lose-yourself reference with a line about Carly Beth, the Goosebumps character from The Haunted Mask, and follows that up with a line about his bad leg and walking like a mummy. It's so good. Like, all of these lines in a row. I just feel like I... I don't know. It's like Christmas came early, dude. About to vomit. Palms sweaty. Blade stuck in your stomach. Mom's spaghetti on my machete. God damn. They say I rock a haunted mask like I'm Carly Beth. I love... Okay. I love the haunted mask. It is a fantastic story. And possibly one of the best like TV adaptations of of any book. I'm just gonna say of any book. Fuck it. You know? I'm gonna go all the way with this. It's fantastic. Like it is it's super well done. Uh R. L. Stein was one hundred percent on his shit whenever he wrote that. And whenever they adapted it, they, they directed it perfectly. It's just so good. Like really watching somebody sort of lose themselves in like their desire for for petty revenge. Kind of petty revenge, because honestly, honestly, it's some fucked up shit they do to her. Like, that is it, fucked up. And, uh, goddamn, they, they deserve it. Uh, but anyway, he follows that up with can't run, got a bum leg, and that ain't funny. Arms out, leg dragon coming at you like the mummy. It's just good, man. How does he do it? How the fuck does he do that? Shit, man. And, uh, yeah. He, he just fucking rules. Uh, Lee, Lee got a face of faces, but no face under because it's his face. Is kind of what he's saying. Like he has, he stitched his a uh, mask of faces together for himself, but it's also like his face. Like there, he doesn't have like his his original face under there. I suppose because all of the 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 mask of faces is his face. It's his forever face. He can't. You can't take that off there ain't nothing that that's the face, you know. And that's that's what you see before you you get you get murdered. <laughs> forever Face. Another another staple I would say. Cool cool track. And you know, it's 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 one where you're you're in the crowd and they say the Forever Face line you just kind of point to your mask that you're wearing. Don't do that. <laughs> <It's> stupid. <laughs> up next <laughs> <coughs> I'm losing it today pipe bomb this one uh, it, it was okay uh I, I did need to point out that i believe it's i think it's billy obey who says it and it's like in the first verse uh molitov with you know That's fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was him. Uh, But, uh, yeah. So, this one, it's kind of just got, like, a world beyond saving, so just end it kind of vibe to it, you know. I just don't care much for it. Uh, Triplet raps are like this, or just kind of whatever for me. Uh, Lee is is doing some stuff with his flows. He's playing around with them in a way that like he's he's breaking out of the triplet vibe thing, trying to spice it up a little bit, and it's just kind of clashing, not really doing it for me. This song's whatever. If I was if I was doing the thing where I listed three favorites and one to drop, this would probably be my one drop. Uh, you know. That's all. Uh, that, I don't, I don't have anything really. It's just, it's fine. Lost cause. Here, okay. I mentioned this before. Uh, it's very clear to me that, that, that Joey B has quite a bit of experience with depression and suicidality and all that stuff. Guy, I'm, I'm glad you, you made it through that. I mean, I know that, uh, there's really no making it through you're always kind of uh in the midst but i hope you're not in the thick of it as it were um yeah he's he's got some feelings and experience you know he talks about effort being a barrier to suicide which is like a real thing like if if you have to put a lot of effort into killing yourself a lot of times people don't do it um it's it's usually a passing thing, you know, it's whenever they're in the in the worst of it that they have that feeling and if they aren't able to, you know, if they don't have the means to accomplish it, sometimes that feeling can pass and that's good. It sucks that they're in the middle of it in the first place but it's good that that's, you know, a thing. There's, there's a reason why, um, uh, gun owners tend to have high suicide rates because they have an easy method there. It's, uh, you know, it sucks, man. Like, this kind of track, I, I think I've talked about it before, it, it's sad to hear and know that, like, this kind of commiseration is needed to give people an outlet, you know? Like, I I wish people didn't need this kind of outlet for their feelings but because we do I'm glad it's here um and I, I hope it does help people <laughs> you know just to to know that someone else has felt this way and you know that they're still there you know what i mean uh lee kind of on like some morbid hedonism thing you know talking about just get getting high and drunk and stuff and just kind of kind of losing himself to to pleasures of the flesh or whatever um <laughs> and just kind of kind of spiraling in that manner and billy billy's on that edgy nihilism stuff you know there there ain't no meaning so 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 why you know and that's that's there um yeah, it's a like I said, it's a good track, but one of those ones that like it's not it's not one that's for me per se. I don't experience that kind of stuff. I just have you know, I I, just, I I've known a decent amount of people. I've, I've I've at least perused the experiences of people enough to to kind of get a feeling for it and understand where they're coming from. So like you know, as much as it doesn't relate to me, I can definitely see other people in this and it sucks, you know. Again, yeah, you know, we, we bring it up 9 times out of 10 on this show whenever we get a, a, a track like this, but you know, re- reach out to people if you're if you're struggling. Um, a lot of hotlines and stuff are, aren't the best first uh place to go because they don't uh you know it's not like as personal of a person and all that stuff and sometimes they're just overrun and yeah it's sad and the best that they can do is like refer you to a ward or something um you know reach out to to friends and stuff people close to you um If you don't have any, reach out to the closest person to you. Go, you know what? If you don't have people who are close to you and you're listening to this right now and and you need somebody, this is rough, you know? Go just like, just go a couple doors down to somebody that maybe you never talked to and have a knock and just... You know, just, just give it a shot, see what happens. just be like, "Hey, hi i'm I, I live right over there, and uh yeah, I just I just wanted to come over and, and say hi and meet you. Probably don't I don't know it, it depends it depends on where you're at. There <laughs> are places you can do that i I had a good time actually meeting with my neighbors uh for the first time. I brought them banana bread. Bring banana bread. do that, you know, put some effort into some banana bread it's It goes well. Maybe <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore is you know take care of yourselves is what I'm saying that's what I'm trying to say here is take care of yourselves it's uh it's very important, you're very important, you matter, you're here, you know you're fucking here, and that's that's something ain't it it's like you could have not been here well like maybe that's maybe you don't you don't mind that idea so much, but. You know, you, you could have, you get to listen to this right now because you're here. Think about that. Go pet a cat or a dog or something. Go, just think about how cool animals are and how how awesome it is to be in a time with, with all of them. Moving on. <laughs> uh, I love floundering. You know that? It's fun being here on my own. Venomous. All right. We have a track featuring Twisted. Now, I would like a song about a, a a team of villains called the Venomous Five. I think that would be pretty cool. And I know that this particular scene does not have a good track record with concept albums and songs about villains well mostly just the albums the full albums and stuff because uh conquer was at least pretty okay i liked that one um so you know i think a one-off they could do uh but this one is just kind of some standard murder rap stuff jamie sounds weird his something about his voice sounds weird to me in this and he's just mad at haters and this one just kind of feels like a wasted feature um you know it doesn't doesn't feel like one that was like a collab um so much as just like they were you know they they're like yeah okay we'll guest whatever <laughs> you know that that's all I, I i don't have much to say about this one because again it's i don't know the it, it's it's kind of a lackluster feature and That sucks. Like, I I wish they would have... I don't know. Done better. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Moving on to The Forgotten. This one, I like. There's like a theme throughout this one of falling. You got got Billy taking a a literal dive to his death. And then you get his descent into hell. Cool stuff. Lee, kind of in like a... I said a falling down scenario, I haven't actually seen falling down, I just know that it's about a guy who snaps and, you know, goes on a rampage or whatever. Um, but Lee's more like uh, like backsliding uh, on like, like, he mentions like the 12 step program, which was pretty good, like plummet down the wishing well, falling down the 12 steps. Good line. Um, and, you know, backsliding and ending up below even where he started from his like his climb and you know that that one's that one's good and joey good old joey b talking about climbing up to heaven and when he reaches the gates he just says like fuck y'all and just let's go and falls back down to earth and like reverse dies back into into the the living world. It's just fucking wild. Um, I like this track. It's, it was really cool for all of that stuff. Um, just I When they keep to a theme, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, moving on. Into the Fire. Uh, here is where, on a regular JJ episode, I would insert the Dawkins song into the fire, maybe, because I mean no one really get it, because nobody listens to Dawkins really. Um I'm I'm the only guy. Me and my aunt actually. My aunt was really into Dawkins. Um uh, Into the Fire though. Has a pretty pretty ripping solo. Some of it. I mean George Lynch, he could just rip the shit out of a solo. It, it was it was wicked. Uh this one is one where we have, uh, we have some more of that, that stuff that I like. Get drunk because I can't afford a shrink. Again, diving into the, the social issues of, of the day. Like, it's just Billy Obey. Really just exposing the, uh, the flaws in our, in our healthcare system. Uh, also, okay, murder of flows is a really fucking good line. I love that. <laughs> um, it also like doubles as a, a, a reminder of the other day, whenever I was going hiking with some friends on the way there, I drove past this house and a shit ton of crows, just like every time a car would pass, they would all take off from the house. Fly in like a little little spiral in formation and all that stuff, and then land again. It was just really fucking cool to see um but yeah, Billy obey talking about just not having a path to a better life, you know not not having the option to to get better uh which is just too real of a thing for people uh in these days, and I, I hate to see it, um, fucking, the, the term hallelujah side, commit hallelujah side, do it in the church, Joe Black, what a fucking lie. I love that, um, he's kind of on some, like, don't fear the reaper kind of shit, you know, like, you know, just, Dying ain't so bad, you know. It just, just, it's it, it's just a whole new adventure. And he referenced "Don't Fear the Reaper," I believe, earlier in this album. I just don't remember where. I didn't take note of it, but uh, yeah, that that was that was his thing. Uh, Lee Carver, I did not have much for, but Loki is on this track. Loki, pretty fucking good. Uh, talking about the way that music is given, like both infinite and also no power as needed for an agenda you know like whenever whenever it could possibly be whenever whenever people use music to to help them through stuff it's whenever like you know in general we just say like eh, it's just music it's not it doesn't matter um but then whenever somebody you know commits a mass shooting or something. If they listen to certain kinds of music, all of a sudden that music is given all of the power to control this person's mind. Um you know, I like the I, I like the way that he goes through that. Um just Music is uh it's a thing, you know? It is it is a form of media, much like any other one. Uh people can use it uh as inspiration in multiple directions and sometimes it's just a thing to rock to you know who can uh who can say all right we've made it to the last track going to hell this one is a pretty quick track uh just about how they're uh, evil and going to hell uh it's in it's out like it, it is it is a pretty quick one uh, and it's good, you know. There's, I just don't have that much to say about it because it is just a really good short, to the point track, and then it's done. Or is it? This track is like eight minutes long, and there's a little bonus at the end of it. Um, we we got a little little down home stomp clap track to hoot and holler to. This, this is stomp and holler music, that's, that's, a, that's a genre that exists or something. But no, it's a, it's, it's a fun one, it, it, it definitely gives vibes of, I mean, it is literally about getting picked up by the, by the Church of Zul bus to, to, to go to hell and it gives vibes of like a, you know, going to camp bus song thing and it's fun. And they're just having a good time with it, I like that. They are doing some hooting and hollering and we love that. Uh, it, it opens with them uh, talking about how like, now having listened to this, you are absolved of sins and all that stuff and everything's cool, you're going to heaven and stuff and then they're like, nah, hop on the bus, we're going to hell. <laughs> Which is fun. That's The Almighty. This album is really fucking good. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, it, it's a good one to just put on and just just vibe to. Um, I did say that it's a long album. It doesn't feel long like with a casual listen. It definitely feels long when I'm trying to take notes on 20 tracks and you know have something to say about them. But uh, <laughs> but no, it's it's a very easy listen and a very fun listen. It, it's it's they're just really good. They are, they are really showing out here. Um, I said, we, we were talking in in the discord about um, albums to, to start with and like I, I said, Head of Horns is a very good starting point because it's short, you can get through it really quickly and it doesn't feel like a big commitment. And then if that one grabs people, jump to this one because this one's really fucking good. Um yeah, I I like it a lot. It has just it has a lot of good stuff on it. The introduction of Lee Carver, it works. Like I said, it makes it harder for me to to take notes, but uh he's good. And <laughs> you know, if I if I don't have to to do homework uh while listening, it's great. Um and you know, again, Joe Black is still just top fucking tier with a lot of his writing. Um, he he's just he's a very compelling dude, you know. It, it's it's just again, Joey B, if you're listening right now, hi, how you doing? I hope you're doing good. Um, I I hope to see you at camp, and again. I, I want to get that hand that I caught signed uh, by by all of you. But especially you, Joey B. <laughs> uh, yeah. that That's it. That's the almighty. Um, it was good. It was good. I, I hope that someday I will get my speakers fixed. I'm probably going to need to send them back under warranty because they don't fucking work and I can't listen to my goddamn albums anymore. But, uh... It was it was a fun listen, this one. A fun bunch of listens, honestly. Like, this is one that I could put on casually and just kind of have playing for stuff. And I like that. Um, I also do appreciate uh, that some of the songs on Genius have Joe Black listed as Joey Black, and I'm going to take credit for that, even though it probably has nothing to do with me. Um, I just like to call him Joey a lot. Um... Joey, if you're listening, again, uh, if you don't like being called Joey, hit me up. Let me know. I can stop. Anytime. Um, But until you let me know, uh, you will be Joey. With all that, uh, y'all know where to find us. Y'all know what to do. Tell me what you think about The Almighty by All Lu. You know... I'm not doing three tracks to keep and one to get rid of, although I told you what one I would get rid of, but you can tell me instead we're turning this around on you um you know tell me what you what what you really like on this tell me what your favorite uh what's what's your favorite joe black verse uh what's your favorite lee carver uh What's your favorite Lee Carver reference that he makes? And What's your favorite uh, Billy Obey, this ain't X, this is Y line? You know, those are the, those are the three things that I want you to go find. Um, and yeah, you know, you can, you can tell me all about those on the various social medias on, on which we exist like our twitter at juggalo judgment like our facebook juggalo judgment like our instagram at juggalo judgment like our email if you want to just email us something juggalo judgment at gmail.com um fucking you can talk to uh to me individually uh i don't go on twitter very much anymore i very rarely open it but i'm still at Schmeev. um if you want to catch me, you can. You could message us like on the Instagram. I actually check the Instagram now since I'm I'm, opening, I'm I am uploading my content, and you know, Mike's still the one that posts it on there because I don't I don't want to mess with Instagram stuff, and he has all of the really good tagging abilities. He knows how to tag things to to get that that reach. I don't do that. Uh, and of course, if you really want to catch me. And talk to me directly. It's all about the Discord guys. It's all about the UPC Discord, the Underground Podcast. <laughs> we all have fun there, and uh, that that's that's a place that I I check regularly and hang out and have some chats with people. So, if if you want to get at me, that's that's probably the best place. Um, and you know, Mike. The Straight Edge Juggalo, Mike Spawn, the SEJ, whatever else he goes by, Straight Edge Juggalo, all of that stuff, he's around there too. He's back. He's been out for a while, but he's uh, he's been, he dropped in the other day to, to say what's up, and he's been he's been here a bit. So I'm glad to have him back. You know, um, and we we might get back to recording stuff whenever I'm done with this. We'll see. We'll see. Um, So yeah, I've I've been carrying this on for way too long. I didn't tell you about some of the other things that I was going to mention as far as like horror movies that I watched, like um, like that one that I don't remember, that Cobweb. It was fine. I liked it. Uh, I think the ending was eh. It didn't didn't quite stick the landing on the ending, but I think the journey was good. It's good good little little thing going on there. And uh yeah, now you know. <laughs> so with all that out of the way, I, th- I think it's time for me to get the fuck out of here and go make myself some pancakes. Have a good one. Peace.